0: Hello, and welcome to the Monthly World News Podcast. I'm your host, Chesney Mosier, and today's topics are Ukraine and Russia, protests around the world, gas prices, COVID, the Pete and Kanye situation, and celebrity babies. So today we're going to start out with the Russia and Ukraine and kind of give you guys an update about what's going on over there. So as of now, more than 3.7 million people have fled Ukraine since Russia's invasion. U.S. President Joe Biden has now arrived in Poland and was greeted by Polish President Andrzej Dua before receiving a briefing on the response to ease the suffering of civilians inside Ukraine and to respond to the growing flow of refugees. U.S. National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan said on Friday, the United States has no intention of using chemical weapons, period, under any circumstances. According to the White House, President Joe Biden will meet with Ukrainian refugees in Poland on Saturday. Biden's speech, quote unquote, will speak the stakes of this moment, the urgency of the challenge that lies ahead, what the conflict in Ukraine means for the world and why it is so important that the free world sustain unity and resolve in the face of Russian aggression. UK's defense ministry said that Ukraine was pushing Russian troops back and regaining ground near Kyiv. Staying on the topic of Ukraine and Russia, many protests are going on around the world about it. There have been several different types of donation fundraisers, like a workout challenge that went viral on TikTok. Similar to the ice bucket challenge, a young gym rat decided to do 24 hours on the Stairmaster to raise money for Ukraine. The TikTok went viral and now hundreds of people are doing this challenge around the world to get people to donate. Other protests that have to do with the Russia and Ukraine are the boycotting of any Russian's businesses or supplies. A Russian restaurant in London has not had any reservations since the war. Alexei Zimin, the owner, stated that he does not agree with what Putin is doing and has never wanted Putin as a ruler. Alexei hosted a fundraising night at his restaurant where 10% of his proceeds went to the Red Cross in solitary with ukraine refuges where he had a great turnout of Continuing people on we're going to talk about the situation with gas prices gas prices have been surging due to the united states and many other countries cutting off russia as one of their gas and oil suppliers russia being one of the world's largest supplier biden made a statement recently in quotes to the oil and gas companies and to the financial firms that back them we understand putin's war against the people of ukraine is causing prices to rise but it is no excuse to exercise excessive price increases or, or padding profits of any kind of effort to exploit the situation or American well, consumers. Coronavirus coronavirus um, cases and deaths have obviously lowered, so we're just going to keep you a little update and give you some key points um, on some COVID-19 updates. So, as of right now, coronavirus deaths in the U.S. have fallen to their lowest point since last summer. Biden's budget proposal pushes for more pandemic preparedness and local public health spending. And although COVID is still alive, the survival rate is very high, and people getting over their cases um, is much more common. Special guest Cora Anderson, and we're gonna be talking about the Pete and Kanye situation. And um, I guess a lot of people don't really know about it. We went around and interviewed people and a lot of people weren't informed on the situation, so we're going to kind of give you a brief little um, background of what has happened. So basically, Kim and Kanye were married for several years. They had kids, and eventually sometime around last year, their marriage kind of went downhill, which was showed on Kim's um, reality TV show Keeping Up with the Kardashians So they got a divorce because Kanye Kind of went insane, I guess he went off his meds Yeah, so he's bipolar And I'm pretty
1: sure he says he didn't need His meds anymore and it was Weighing a lot on Kim and their family And they have a very, very public relationship Because both of them are very big public figures So it was all out in the open his, his, um, his actions were very Very publicized And a lot of articles about it So I'm sure it was weighing heavily on Kim
0: Yeah, and so after that, Pete and Kim Kardashian started dating, and everyone at first thought this was like a stunt and a cover-up for Travis Scott's overcrowded concert incident, but then after a while, they seemed to start getting more serious, especially when Pete decided to get a branding of Kim's name, which Kim revealed on Ellen's show. She also told Ellen that he has several tattoos that have relevation of Kim, her favorite one being, My Girl is a Lawyer. So, Kim and Pete were living, living the dream, and they were going on a bunch of vacations, just being in love, basically, but then Kanye got involved. <laughs> yes, and they were relatively secretive during
1: the beginning of the relationship, which is why a lot of people were thinking it was a, a like, p- publicity stunt, but recently, Kim and Pete, I don't know, actually, Pete's not on Instagram, Kim posted on Instagram a picture with Pete, so it kind of confirms the relationship that it's, that it's real, you know, to a, to a certain aspect, but Yeah. So we were just going to talk about the Kanye and Pete exchange, little interaction
0: over text message here that was posted on Instagram. So basically everyone thought at first that this was not real because it was so like, oh my God, this is crazy. <laughs> but it is real because it was posted online by, was it Kim? Kanye. I Kanye. He posted the text messages. So basically to sum it up, Um, I don't know if it was Pete or if it was Kanye who started it. Yeah, I think Pete originally, um, said to, like, leave them alone and let them live their life. Mm -hmm. And Kanye just kind of was blaming Pete for everything. And there was a lot of cursing going on in the text messages. And then
1: Pete ended up sending a selfie of himself in Kim's bed, (laughs) which really, really made the situation, really escalated the situation. Um... (laughs) Yeah, and then Kanye tried to take a stab at Pete, talking about his past in rehab for drugs, but um, Pete seemed to just kind of brush it off. Try to be positive with Kanye, saying that he would t- he would meet up with him and talk about it out like outside of the public eye if he wants. Um, so it seemed like Pete was trying to. Calm the situation down a little bit, but it seemed to get heated after. A
0: and Pete seemed to one. be like the bigger person in this yeah. whole situation. Like you could see how mature he was talking about it. He was talking about how Kim is so amazing and how great of a mom she is, and how he's not gonna treat Kanye bad. He's he just wants Kanye to grow up and like leave them alone, basically. Mm-hmm. And then Kanye just kept on the, kept the conversation going. Yeah. Um and. Uh, Pete even brought up how he stopped talking about Kanye on SNL, um, to be the bigger person, and how he stopped doing any stand-up comedians of, like, exploiting Kanye, basically, um, and Kanye just wouldn't accept it, I guess. He just wouldn't stop. He really wants Kim back, but obviously that's not good for Kim's mental
1: health. And Kanye was going on many tangents online. He was kind of using his Instagram platform to um, talk about how he misses his kids, his wife, his family, um, but then would go on posts attacking them as well. So he's been very on and off with where he stands, if he wants his family back, if he's mad at them, if he wants Kim back, if he hates her. So it's just been kind of all over the place. And I have a little bit of prejudice against Kanye after Mm -hmm. the whole Taylor and Kanye incident, because, you know, your girl is a Swifty, so, you know, I've always had a little bit of prejudice against him, but this seems a bit over the top, and it was definitely wrecking havoc towards Kim, and she's been very uncomfortable
0: with it. Yeah, and, like, the whole um, online social media and stuff, I believe he was nominated for an Oscars, and then the nominee stopped because of all the stuff he was posting online. Yeah, it's hurting his career. Yeah, and even the concert he had where he had this random girl dress up as Kim and reenact their wedding, like, that's just creepy. Yeah, that is (laughs) that is. I I feel like a lot of people aren't realizing that this is, like, he's like stalking her like this is like mental abuse and I feel like a a lot of people are like oh it's a celebrity it doesn't matter but like Mm -hmm. this is bad like this is really really bad and I feel like nobody's taking it seriously or like taking the time to actually acknowledge that poor Kim here is like Mm -hmm. there's nothing she can do like and I was talking to someone before about um
1: people like in bad relationships trying to get out of them and how like we were talking actually this is gorly about this and she said even if Kim Kardashian one of the richest people in the world can't get her get can't get her um, stalker her someone who's like verbally assaulting her off of off of her like track then who can? Who can if, if yeah, Kim, seriously if Kim Kardashian who has all the resources in the world can't control this man then who can? Mm-hmm. Like it's really just I just I feel very bad because I know she has her family and she has her public image yeah. that she has to maintain and not flip out on Kanye but he's able to do all this and everyone's like, Oh, he's he's funny for this or oh it's just it's just Kanye but Really, it's, it's causing a lot of damage towards human yeah. people. Yeah, and he even bought a house
0: across the, tre- across the street from her yeah. house. Like, that's and it I wasn't guess. even a nice house. Like, it was <laughs> specifically so he could probably... He said that it was for his kids, but at this point, I think it was just so he could stalk her. Yeah. Like, you can see her window right from his house. Yeah. So, obviously, he's probably, like, pulling out some binoculars and, like, <laughs> stalking her or something. Yeah. Yeah, and, I, and his whole relationship
1: with, uh, with Julia, Julia, Fox. Julia Fox, yes, yeah, which was definitely something interesting because she does resemble Kim in some ways. Yeah, but I feel like she wasn't really relevant before Kanye. No, no. But Now
0: she's like, now that they're broken up, she's like yeah. pulling some fashion statements and I kind of like I'm starting to like her a little bit. Like, <laughs> honestly, she had this cool jean thing that she made. Like, yeah. I feel like it's her rebel era right now after the whole yeah. breakup, which... They didn't really last long anyway. No, and but she did
1: say afterwards that it was basically basically a publicity stunt. Like yeah. she owned up the fact not owned up, but she did reveal the fact that it was not a real it was mm-hmm. a setup relationship.
0: But she so. seemed a little bit as crazy as him, I'm not gonna oh, lie. Oh yeah, yeah. She has some she has an interesting past.
1: I, she I does. know she she did a whole like mu- art museum on like people's blood. I don't really know. It was very interesting. Yeah. Um, so
0: they I guess they were a good match for the yeah. match. Made the headache. short the short lived <laughs> yeah.
1: time of the relationship. And her whole uncut gems yes. interview. Yeah. Uncut <laughs> gems. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think um, I think definitely I'm on Pete's side. Yes. Of the Pete and Kanye
0: mm-hmm. Kanye drama. But I don't know. What do you think? What do you think, Chesney? No, I definitely agree. At first, I was like, oh, this is, like, funny. But then I was like, okay, this is getting creepy. Mm-hmm. Like, Kanye's yeah. is just getting to the point where it's creepy, and yeah. I feel bad for Kim. And, like, I feel like a lot of people don't because it's, like, Kim Kardashian. Like, the Kardashians get everything. Like, you, you know, nobody yeah. really cares about them, which obviously... You know, before this, I was always like, oh, it's the Kardashians, they get whatever they want, but yeah. now I am feeling bad for Kim, mm-hmm. because this is just, this is bad. Like, yeah, it's getting, it's, it's worse on, and worse and So, and worse, two nights so, ago, obviously, you uh, probably have all heard by now that um, Chris Rock was slapped by Will Smith at the at Oscars, the Oscars yeah. which was an interesting event. It was publicized on TV. <sighs> Live. Yeah. Live television. Gotta love it.
1: Um, so, I have done my research on this, because I was trying to figure out what side I was on, because... I feel like everyone's been, had a, everyone's had a lot of convict, conflicting views about who is in the right, right, who's in the wrong, um, and so I've been I've been doing my research, and originally I was purely a, a Will Smith stan, I think, um, I was on his side in the beginning, because he was defending his wife, but um, I looked more into it, so I watched the uncut, um, uncensored version, because they had to mute the mics on live television, and... It seemed that at first Will Smith. So Chris Chris Rock made the joke about um, Will Smith's wife Jada, how since she has alopecia, which means you cannot grow hair anymore, so she's bald. That um, he can't wait to see her in G.I. Jane Two, which little context G.I. Jane is bald in the movie. So the the joke was making fun of her medical medical condition which i think is a little insensitive yeah i agree definitely um i know that yes the oscars like you go there and you know you're you might get made fun of because mm-hmm. the hosts are comedians but i do think that since jada was a plus one she was not actually nominated that it wasn't really his place to be making fun of her maybe mm-hmm. maybe a joke about will smith would have been more appropriate um and originally Will Smith on the video was laughing at the joke. Even even Jada was
0: at first, but then you see she, her flip oh yeah. like a
1: switch. Yeah, she she did not appreciate it. And I think Will Smith saw his wife's reaction and went up there and slapped Chris Rock, which no one was expecting. It was definitely not staged. Um and I think that, yes, they like there's some aspects of it, um, where the joke should not have been said, but also I think Will Smith's, re- Will Smith's
0: reaction was very uncalled for. Yeah, and violence. Like, I, he could have done it. He could have um, solved, resolved the issue after the mm-hmm. award show, not while it's live on television. Yeah, and also and then start cursing him out. <laughs> exactly. And I feel like yeah, he, Chris Rock shouldn't have said that, but mm-hmm. he's also a comedian. He is, and he's so, trying to come and come sometimes, on the spot. And I feel like sometimes they see things differently, and they don't realize how insensitive things can be. Yeah so and, yeah and i think um a lot of people lost respect for will
1: smith after this mm-hmm. and I, I can see i can see why and right afterwards will smith actually won his first oscar yeah so i think that it would have been a lot classier and everyone would have gained more respect yes. if he would have <laughs> gone up won the oscar and then just chris rock in his speech and then it would have been like he you know he gets that would have been him. much
0: more classy and much more classy. yeah yeah, because but we love the drama. We, love, we the drama. love the drama. I can't lie; I love
1: the drama. Um, and my other thing, though, is I do believe the Oscars is talking about pulling Will Smith's award away. Which I can see why they would do because they say they don't con- condone violence. But then I'm also thinking, if they're pulling Will Smith's award away, why aren't they po- pulling people who've been yeah. like convicted of actual like actual abusers? Why haven't they pulled their Oscars? Mm-hmm, so I agree. I don't know if really pulling his Oscar is the best Yeah, and he's already apologized
0: on Instagram. He did apologize. He he had like a four paragraph. Yeah, um, and he apologized in his speech, I believe, as well. Yeah, so obviously he does somewhat regret it, I think, Mm -hmm. is what he came at. Yeah, And I feel like it, poor Jada probably did not take... Because she recently got alopecia. I think that was kind of hard on her. Yeah. I mean, and she still hasn't really come to terms with it. Mm-hmm. And that joke just really like yeah. hit her hard. I think and it was just... It, it wasn't even really that funny. Like, I didn't even get <laughs> it. No, first, I didn't so. get, I If he wouldn't have gone up and slapped him, and this wouldn't have been like a, such a big deal or whatever, yeah. I wouldn't have known who, who he I was Jane, talking... Yeah. yeah, I don't know who that... Like, I wouldn't <laughs> have known who that is. So...
1: Yeah, so I believe... I think both of them were honestly in the wrong. Obviously, you should not be joking about people's medical conditions. Mm-hmm. Um, but then then again, you should not be going up on stage and slapping people. So, really, both of them were in the wrong here. And the yeah. whole situation could, be, could just have been avoided.
0: Well, and a lot of people that are on Chris Rock's side are saying stuff about Will Smith and his relationship with Jada mm. and how she quote-unquote cheated, but, like... but they're in an open relationship. Yeah, and a lot of people don't understand that, and that's... And they were like, oh, why is he defending his unfaithful
1: unfaithful wife? But they're in an open relationship, so it's not considered cheating for them.
0: Yes, exactly. So, I believe, if it comes down to it, I think Will Smith is in the wrong, because Mm -hmm. he shouldn't have dealt with it on live television and condoned violence. That's
1: where I'm at. I think... Honestly, for some reason, my gut makes me on Will Smith's side. I don't know what it is. I mean, I I do love that he's defending his wife. I think it was not the right way to go about it. <laughs> um, Chris Rock's joke wasn't even that funny, in my opinion. No, it wasn't. Um, I didn't understand it. <laughs> but my gut tells me I need to go with Will Smith just because mm-hmm. he was defending his wife. So, like, there was some sort of, like, it isn't like it was unprovoked. He just went up there and slapped him. Um, I don't know. I think there was, like, a reasoning behind his violence, um, I do not condone violence though. I think it was a horrible way to go about it, but for some reason I'm on Will Smith's side. I don't know what it is. I don't know. But
0: you know. <laughs> As we probably that's my all know opinion. by now, Kylie Jenner has given birth to her second child named Wolf about six weeks ago. But now his name isn't Wolf anymore. Kylie announced on Instagram on Monday that she and Travis Scott will change the name because it quote unquote didn't really feel like it was him. She also recently came out with her To Our Son YouTube video in which her first daughter, Stormy, also got when she was born. Rihanna and her baby bump made an appearance at the 2022 Oscars after party. Fans have recently seen her shopping for baby clothes and specifically seen her buying pink products and wearing pink products. She told People News that it has been fun, but also a challenge to play with fashion while she's pregnant. I like it. I'm enjoying it, she said at the time. I'm enjoying not having to worry about covering up my tummy. If I feel like a little chubby, it's like, whatever, it's a baby. that about sums it up for this month's podcast. I wanted to give a quick thanks to our special guest, Cora Anderson, for being featured in the Kanye and Pete topic and the Chris Rock and Will Smith topic. I'll see you guys next month on April's podcast.